to Random Gaming Talk, it's Entertainment Talks podcast for video games. I'm your host Matthew and uh, unfortunately today Robert is not able to join me. He did message me about 10 minutes ago because uh, we were going to uh, start in about half an hour or so. Um, but uh, he's, he's messaged me about 10 minutes ago which is plenty of, of notice. Um, and uh, just said that he was kind of stuck at work, something had kind of happened there. He's fine, he's you know not in any trouble or anything. Uh, but uh, yeah, he's not able to join us today. And uh, the, these things happen in life, you know, sometimes he's not able to join. And uh, then I do solo shows if and when that happens. Uh, it's happened a couple of times before, but uh, it's not like a regular often particular thing. But uh, so what I'm going to do this week, because uh, as you would have noticed from last week, it was episode 200, 249 of the podcast. Uh, I never do read out the number. I just sort of, I mean, it's already in the title, so I don't need to always sort of mention that or ever mention it really. Uh, as you would have seen, I'm going to call it something like episode two, um, 249.5 or something um because i what i was thinking because as soon as because we i just said to him just a minute or about 10 minutes ago i said okay that's you know that's that's totally fine i can still do the show are you okay if i do a solo episode then we just do episode 250 next week he said that that was fine uh so went ahead and uh started recording and things i've already got my notes in front of me obviously and uh one thing i was gonna do and i decided not to because it would just be a bit sort of messing about i suppose is if I did this episode as 251, next week's as 250, and then the week's after as 252, but that's just a little bit too much back and forth, because then you would go from 249, 251, 250, and then 252. So I'll simply just put this as 249.5, and then next week, hopefully, if he's able to join, um, which he should be able to, we'll do episode 250 then. Uh, I did have a special little thing planned. I haven't actually told Robert himself what that is yet I was going to surprise him on the episode but I suppose I will surprise both him and you all next week it's just just a little kind of thing I planned uh, for the special episode which I thought would be fun uh, but yes he's not able to be here this week unfortunately but you will be able to listen to just me this week so the episode will probably be shorter because I won't have Robert's side of things to talk about like news and what he's been playing and that kind of stuff because um, usually the solo episodes I've done in the past have been 40, 45 minutes maybe. So we'll see how that ends up going. But um, yeah, we will proceed with uh, today's episode still. Um, so in terms of what I've been playing, because usually I ask Robert first, but he's not here. So I guess I will uh, take the centre stage with that. Uh, so I've been playing Last of Us 2 uh, still. Surprise, surprise. Um, I, think, I think I mentioned playing it on last week's episode. Uh, I did talk about it on Geek Town, which just got released, by the way. So you can listen to that after you've uh, finished this one here, or you can pause this, go to that one, come back. It's 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 totally up to you what you want to do. Um, but uh, I figured out. Long story short, because I don't want to repeat myself, because I there was just an episode release where I just talked about the same thing. Uh, long story short, I uh, decided that um, I was going to essentially, I you could kind of call it like editing a um the new game plus save file that i had from before you could sort of call it editing because what i'm doing is loading that new game plus save uh going into different chapters that i've got the less collectibles on 
and just kind of going through i have actually written down i'm not going to show it to all of you because there's no need to really plus this is an audio podcast Uh, i did actually go through the chapters before i started all this and wrote down like okay this chapter i need this of this just so that when i go into the chapter and load it and i know what i'm looking for and i know what i can just ignore so if i found all the workbenches in a chapter as i'm watching a youtube video brian from ps4 trophies uh, as I'm watching his video and he's going to the, the workbenches or the things that I've already gotten, I can just ignore those parts of the of the video because there's no need for me to go over the same things that I've already collected. Uh, but it's it's pretty good. It's it's a lot of fun still. Uh, it's a bit of a different way of playing, of course. I'm you know pausing the game and looking at my phone, that kind of thing. Um, obviously to watch the next parts of the video, but it's a lot more cut down than what I was going to do before, which was basically a front to back playthrough of the game. Which would just have taken so much more time, and it was taking a long time. So I thought I would see if I could play the uh, new game plus save that I had. Excuse me for um, uh, Philosophers Two, and it's working so far. It's all saving properly and everything. I've got two trophies so far. What were they for? Um, all artifacts. I think it was artifacts and all workbenches. I think it was those two things that I've gotten. Um, the other things I'm doing at the moment is the coins part of the game. I won't get into like spoilers there, but the coins part of the game, and then later chapters for the game as well. So uh, yeah, but ma- mainly what I'm looking for at the moment is coins. I seem to have missed quite a few when I was doing my second run through of the game. Um, so yeah, but that's been that's been very very fun still. So that's been enjoyable. Um, carried on. Got some uh, good news for everybody. Carried on playing my uh, Pez. Uh, Master League, which is what they call it. FIFA calls it career mode. It's called Master League on Pez. I don't know if there's any particular reasons, just what they call it. Um, I won the Premier League. And I also won the Champions League as well. Didn't win what's called on the game the English Cup. Still don't... I'm guessing that's supposed to be the FA Cup. But there isn't two English domestic cups to win. Like in terms of the cup competitions. Because the Premier League is not a cup competition. It's the Premier League. Because uh, in England over here. Um, or in the UK sorry over here. In in the Premier League. The English teams that compete for this. Uh, you've got the Carabao Cup. And then you've got the FA Cup. Uh, the Carabao Cup's really looked down upon. And so is the FA Cup to a degree. Because it's all about you know the Premier League and the Champions League. The two big things to win. To me if you win one of them you win a trophy. You know, it might not be as valuable as winning the league or winning the Champions League, but uh, it's still a trophy. Uh, Nonetheless, I didn't win the uh, English Cup, or I think it's called England Cup or something weird like that, uh, because they don't have the rights to the FA Cup and Carabao Cup like FIFA do. Uh, Lost to Tottenham 4-1 in the final. Didn't play particularly well. I thought, I think I made a couple of mistakes with my uh, managerial decisions. I'm playing, for those that don't know, I'm playing uh, the game in coach mode. So I am watching the computer versions of my, my players play the game but then it's up to me to decide tactics team selection where everybody plays that kind of thing uh went ahead and won the premier league it was very 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 close i won the league by one point and on the last day of the season i knew i had to win because man city probably were going to win and they did Uh, man city were chasing me in their second position and uh i scored in the 80th minute i thought oh no i'm not going to score in this game i'm not going to win the league you know 37 games all all that work but uh scored a goal with with mason greenwood um, he's a very, very young English player, for those of you that don't know. He's about 18 or 19. He's got to be coming up, coming up to 20 years old soon. Um, but, uh, yeah, scored that goal, or he scored that goal, which was good. Uh, he's been progressing very well as a young player, which is great. Uh, which is what you need in the team. 
So that's been very good. Uh, once I won the league, that was good. And then I quite easily beat... Um, I think it was Manchester City in the final of the Champions League. I tell you what, football's a funny old thing. It really is. Because in both real life and in Pez, or on Pez, I beat Man City and Barcelona recently on the, the Pez coach mode. I lost to like Bournemouth about five or six games ago. And those things can happen in the real game as well. You look at a team like Bournemouth or Burnley or Newcastle, you think, oh, this will be like relatively easy nah nah <laughs> and then you look at a big uh, imposing team uh like a man city or a liverpool and sometimes you go and beat them like in the real manchester derby a couple of weeks ago we went and beat man city 2-0 so some sometimes these things can just happen but um yeah nonetheless won two trophies in my uh second was it my second season yeah in my second season i think which was good won the league which was great as well um so that was very very good uh, signed a couple of players, had a bit of an issue with the budget settings on Pez, they're a little bit weird. Um, so, yeah, but um, what was the other thing I was going to say about that? Uh, but I won that, I'm into my next season, and I've won the first game of the season as well, which has been quite good as well. Uh, so that's the Pez side of things, um, so I'm looking forward to, to doing more of those, and then, you know, developing the young players, seeing the old players retire and whatever, so we'll see. Um... What's the other thing I've been playing? been streaming uh, as well. I uh, streamed two and a half hours of Call of Duty today. Uh, I was going to go and watch a film and review it actually. But uh, I decided I was more in the mood for for uh, some COD. Uh, I want to stop calling it Call of Duty. Because that's just too long of a thing to say. I'm just going to call it COD. I feel like everybody would know what that is. Um, so I'm just going to try and do that from now on. Um, I've been playing some more. played about two and a half hours today. Time just flies when you're on the game. But I did plan for a longer stream anyway. And uh, it all worked. There was a few weird... Um, I won't even call it lag from the Wi-Fi. It was definitely server issues. And one team even decided to do what's called lag switching. For those of you that don't know what lag switching is. Um, basically it's where a player on the other team... You can only do this through a PC. You cannot do this for, through an Xbox or a PlayStation um, in fact, you can't, from my, to my knowledge, you cannot install hacks, or hacks, sorry, for COD on console. You can only do that through PC, which makes a lot of sense. Um, because p- consoles don't really allow you to download files very much anyway. That's why they've got, like, USB media that you can use and stuff, like pictures and whatever. Um... But uh, yeah, we started the game, and um, you know it's lag switching because my friend, like within ten seconds of spawning in on the first round, um, my mate, mate, my mate said to me, and I think I'd probably streaming at the time, so there's evidence of it probably as well. And I know it wasn't the Wi-Fi as well because if that was happening, I was lagging. The stream would have broken off. I know because that's happened in the past. The stream was totally fine. Um, but yeah, within the first. 10 20 seconds or so my teammate was going oh i'm really really lagging like wow he was like sliding through the walls and all sorts of things then i started really lagging i was like oh wow you know it's happening to me as well uh to the point where the game's just unplayable um then another teammate and you know all six of us because it's uh 6v6 in in cyber attack everyone was like yeah we're all lagging and then my teammate immediately said do you think they're lag switching i was like yeah they're lag switching uh lag switching is basically when you can i don't know how the hack works necessarily you can install a hack to where um now i'm not advocating for people to install this i'm just explaining what it is uh to where you click on the button or something i assume activate something and it makes the other team 
lag which is it's a weird way to sort of cheat because what's likely to happen you're not going to win five rounds like that because the other team's either going to time out where which is where the game just kicks them out because they're lagging too much and you disconnect from the game or the leader of your team's going to go should i just pull us out of this game and you just get pulled out of the game and then that's it so it's one of the more useless hacks because you can essentially just back out from the game and just go into the next one um so yeah, it's it's still a thing people do now and again, but uh, it's it's not particular. It doesn't feel particularly useful because it's n- you're not gonna get away with winning five rounds of cyber attack doing lag switching. The only way you're really gonna do that is if you switch it off and on throughout the game, I I suppose. But still, eventually you'll probably get three rounds in, and the, the other team will realise what you're doing, and they'll just leave. So you probably won't be able to win through doing that. So. It's pretty useless anyway. Um, but that happened and we just went into the next game. That was uh, fun to do. Well, not that part, but it was it was fun to uh, stream the game and stuff earlier. So that was good. Uh, but that's pretty much been me. Last of Us 2, collectibles, still got some more to get. I'm hoping to... Because what I was actually hoping to do... Now, none, none of this has really synced up necessarily. I was hoping to come on the podcast this week. I was running out of time to do it. And then, of course, I'm delaying the special episode anyway because Robert's not here, unfortunately. What I was going to do was jump on the podcast and be like, I've got, I've got something to celebrate. I've platinum The Last of Us 2. That would have been something nice to celebrate on the special episode. So hopefully, I've got another week's worth of time. I'm, I'm assuming Robert will be available next week. Um, and then I can hopefully come on the podcast and say that you know I've platinum the game, which will be and which will be a nice moment of celebration to sync up with the special episode. But I suppose in terms of other celebrations, I did win the league on coach mode, so that's a good thing as well. Uh, that's basically what I've been playing. Um, I'm going to be pretty much playing those same things next week. Like I said, going to be trying to still platinum Last of Us two. I'm going to try and cut down on COD time to be able to do that. Um, so yeah, we'll see how all that goes. But uh, that's pretty much it from me. Let's jump into uh, some housekeeping. And then we'll go into news after that. But we'll see you in a minute. Hi there and thanks very much for listening. Today I'm here to tell you about our two different affiliate links. The first of which is our Amazon affiliate link. That's where you can shop on Amazon. We can get a small cut of what you spend. But it won't cost you anything extra. So whether you're getting a gift for somebody else or treating yourself or maybe both depending on the occasion we can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you extra you can find the link to our amazon affiliate link in your show notes the second affiliate link for today is our kualu affiliate link if you want to get started with a website and a domain name of your choice you can simply sign up with kualu using the link in the show notes they also have a live chat support system that's in the bottom right hand corner as well so if you need help with getting set up kualu will be able to help you with that as well the links for both of these can be found in your show notes for kualu and the amazon affiliate link If you would like to get the ad-free versions of Entertainment Talks podcast and support us along the way, you can simply sign up over on our Patreon page. You can sign up either as a creator or as a patron. There's no difference there for the time being. And you can get your ad-free podcasts over there. It's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also support Entertainment Talk on Patreon at the $3 level tier. This gets you a chance to request a review from us of your favourite TV show or film. But it's one per month. So one TV show or 
film review per month it's up to you which one you want to choose we will watch a few episodes of the tv show that you choose or of course if it's a film we'll just watch that film and we will review that for you on that month and then when it gets to the next month you can request a new tv show or a film review of your choice that's three dollar level tier that does also of course include your ad free podcasts for the month as well thank you very much for listening and enjoy the rest of the show Alright, so recently on Entertainment Talk, got a few things to talk about today. Uh, the United cast, Man United beat West Ham on Sunday night, uh, just about um, by uh, Goltonel, so that was good. Um, so that happened as well. We've sort of pretty much secured top four, but then again, you never know what might happen in football. But uh, we'll see. There's only about eight games left of the league season, which is due to finish in and around May. Uh, film reviews. Uh, I did review Cherry this week or this weekend on uh, Saturday. Uh, it's a film available on at- Apple TV Plus if you've got it. I recommend that you do by the way because they've got tons of good shows on there. Um, and also if you've got, by the way for those of you that might not know, if you've got a new Apple device you've prob- you're probably eligible for a year free of Apple TV Plus such as I was as well or if you're about to get a new iPhone or something like that look for that in your settings uh, which is where you'll actually find it I forgot that it was a thing uh, until I looked in my settings so I'm just letting you know in case you've got a new iPhone or if, if you're about to get a new it doesn't have to be an iPhone it could be an Apple device so uh, I'm assuming an iMac or an iPad or something um, you might be eligible for a year of Apple TV Plus uh, for free which will be great uh, so go into your settings and have a look in there for that but a uh, possible skip I gave that as a rating for the film uh, but that's Cherry it stars Tom Holland and it's a film on Apple TV Plus it is in theatres I think as well if theatres are actually open for you uh, at the moment so there's that uh, United Cast May United drew 1-1 with AC Milan very disappointing but uh, the young Ahmad Diallo the new Ivory Coast player uh, making his, not his debut, but he did score his first goal for Manchester United, which is a very, very good thing to celebrate. And he scored a header with the back of his head, a backwards header. It was it was quite something to watch. Um, not the first time it's been done. Javier Hernandez a few years ago against Stoke did the same thing, but uh, it's still glorious to watch nonetheless. Uh, we do have our next game, which is the second leg against AC Milan on Thursday, so we'll see how that goes. I did a podcast talking about the art of ASMR. ASMR is what I would refer to as something you could watch to relax or to calm down or to relieve some stress maybe or to just sort of chill out kind of thing. Uh, You can watch loads of different ASMR videos on YouTube. On that podcast, I did recommend three different women that do ASMR videos and I put the links to their channels in the show notes. So if you want to listen to my experience of ASMR or you want to uh, hear me just talk about it in general and uh, the three different women, I kind of talked about them and all all the different things involved with ASMR as well. Uh, You can check those out. Those are on YouTube and you can watch them for free as well on there. So check those out. Did my DCEU film rankings. I'm now kind of regretting doing that last week because, you know, Snyder Cut comes out this week. So I will probably find or try to find a way to update it. But uh, for now, DCEU film rankings is in uh, there updated as well. So you can go and listen to those. Uh, Walking Dead Season 10 Episode 18. We'll be covering Season 10 Episode 19 tomorrow. That's still going on. Uh, gaming talk for last week. New uh, PSVR games and the Avengers updates. Uh, Must see review for Division, The Disney Plus TV show on uh, for the MCU. 
uh, available on Disney Plus. Talked about the Meghan Markle and Harry situation. Gave my thoughts on that. Did a podcast on Liverpool. Why they're struggling. Yes, they beat Wolves by a goal to nil on Monday. Congratulations, I guess. Uh, but they are struggling. I talked about that as well. Uh, so that's everything for the moment on entertainmenttalk.org. And you can search for Entertainment Talk on your favourite podcast platform. Let's get into some news. Alright, uh, I was going to talk about the Bethesda thing with Robert, but Robert isn't here unfortunately, so I am going to leave that until next week. I didn't actually watch it, to be totally honest. Um, I What I was actually trying to do, now if, if there was a new game, I didn't see any new games specifically announced. Um, there might have been, but I didn't see any get announced, and it's been at least a few days since that event so i would i'm assuming that if there was new bethesda games announced i would have seen that because it would have been published everywhere but uh, i know they added a bunch of games to game pass that kind of thing uh but we'll talk about it properly next time with um robert i suppose the only only thing i do want to say about it is what one of these i should should explain a little bit (sighs) one of the reasons i didn't watch the bethesda event is i'm i've i'm losing interest in the games that they've been making you know we've talked a number of times on the podcast about fallout 76 and about what they've done with you know wolfenstein and other games doom's been good for them uh, of course that's from uh id software i think not from software from software is the uh, bloodborne devs aren't they uh they make all the difficult games um bloodborne sekiro all those sorts of things um but it's id software i think is the one that does doom and uh it's just sort of like okay you know the presentation was coming up and i just thought to myself before the presentation was happening i'm not excited for any bethesda games uh people have talked about their excitement of like death loop and about um uh tokyo ghostwire i don't i don't didn't hear anything about any new footage being shown for that i'm kind of intrigued on tokyo ghostwire although the i think it was the director that woman that everybody liked um i liked her as well uh she left so that's kind of soured my interest on that a little bit but Deathloop, Deathloop looks cool but i can guarantee you that's not a game for me i'm not saying it's going to be bad i think it's going to be relatively good i just don't i'm looking at that game Deathloop, and just thinking I don't know that that's a game I'm going to particularly enjoy. Now, the thing I suppose I can do is when it comes out, play it, give it a chance. You know, every every game deserves to be given a chance. Um, but at the moment, there's just there's nothing else in Bethesda's category, Bethesda's library, sorry, where I'm like, yes, I need to play that. Because um, e- even if, like, they went ahead and announced, like, Fallout 5 or something... And there's like, okay, and let's say that they they even just said something like, okay, we're going back to single player focus and all this kind of thing. They've just, as a company, they've got to a certain point where um, there's certain companies that once they have a string of good releases, you start to build a certain trust with them, don't you? Like the MCU, you know, that's how they've been able to do things like One Division, Falcon and Winter Soldier, is because they've gained the trust of the audience. Whereas with someone like Bethesda, where it's like, okay, Fallout 76 was bad, Wolfenstein wasn't great, you know, the, the mold thing with the helmet and the customer service and everything, bad, 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 you know, Doom came out, that was good, 
and whatever um and this talk about like you know they were going to possibly use the same engine for their newer games obviously that's going to change now because of xboxes xboxes essentially reached in and said hey here's seven billion will help you out because I, I mentioned that before when we talked about microsoft buying uh zenimax bethesda um, and I said this isn't a win for Xbox necessarily. This is a win for Bethesda. It's a win for Xbox probably business wise. Um, but there's just I just look at their catalogue of games. And I'm like you're not interesting me with, with with anything. And even if you announce something I'm potentially interested in, you've soured so much of what you've done in the last I don't know three four five years. Where it's like okay, can I trust you to actually make something that is possibly going to be good? Um, and the, not neither of those things are just really there for me. So that's that's my kind of stance on the uh, Bethesda situation, I suppose. Um, but once you know, if if they come out with a couple of good games, you know, if Deathloop's really good, if Starfield or whatever it's called is really good, if Tokyo Ghostwire is really good, if they release another Fallout, that's really good. Maybe they can get me back on their side, but uh, they haven't earned that from me. Just 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 in my personal taste, you know, if you enjoy Doom or whatever, and you're kind of enjoying Fallout seventy six or something. Um, or you're excited for Deathloop, that's that's great. But uh, just for me personally, they haven't earned that back yet, and they've got a lot of work to do. So we'll see. But we'll see if Xbox can help them get back to that place. Because we know Bethesda can make good games. They've done it before. Um, I enjoyed the old Wolfenstein games a lot. Um, but yeah, so we'll see. But that was just my thoughts on that. We'll possibly talk about it a bit more next week with uh, Robert. I'll get his... his uh, opinion on the situation and we can have a bit more of a discussion but that's just my opinion on uh, the Bethesda situation so there we go uh, let's move on talk about a company that I am a bit more interested in and specifically from some of these announcements <clears throat> uh, so Square Enix announced that they're doing a presentation of sorts now it's going to be on Thursday the 18th of March so I will not be able to watch this live both because many Knight are playing and because the Snyder Cut is coming out. So there's just too busy of a day. So I'll probably watch it the next day or before next week's podcast. Because this is going to be this week, Thursday 18th of March, so in two days time. I will watch this before the uh, show next week. So, But just not on Thursday. Plus it's going to be at 6. I'm going to be busy at that time. So anyway. Uh, just for time zones, by the way, there's some listed here. This is posted from Push Square, just to cite the source and everything. Uh, North America, 10 a.m. Pacific Daylight Time. Uh, 11 a.m. MDT, 12 p.m. CDT, 1 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, uh, UK Ireland, 5 p.m. GMT. Uh, also, it's at 5 5 yes at 5 p.m. isn't it? Not 6 p.m. because they're an they've gone an hour forwards. Uh, Europe, 6 p.m. Central Eastern Time, 7 p.m. EET, and then there's uh, some others listed as well. Uh, so it says here what games will be announced or shown at Square Enix uh, Presents that's what it's called Square Enix Presents they did say what games are going to be talking about uh, the publisher has been uh, pretty clear about what games will be shown during the Square Enix Presents presentation thing headlining the broadcast is the next game in the Life is Strange series we'll also see <laughs> Avengers uh, cool Outriders, uh, Balan Wonder World, and a new game from Square Enix Montreal. So a new IP, possibly. A, a new game. It could be a remaster of an old game, but a new game nonetheless. Uh, it doesn't say new IP. That's why I'm not saying it could be a new IP, because that's not what this says. It just says a new game. Uh, so we'll see what that is. Additionally, there will be something related to Tomb Raider's 25th anniversary, as well as a Just Cause mobile game. I'm not sure how Just Cause works on mobiles. Because it's just too much chaos. 
I think. I've, I've played one of the Just Cause games. I think it was Just Cause 4 or 3. It was a lot of fun. It was good fun. Didn't play it for the story. Nobody plays those games for the story. But uh, it's good fun, you know. So that was cool. Uh, so I've not got anything against Just Cause. It's a, it's a cool little franchise. Uh, I just don't know if I'm envisioning when I think of when I rarely think of Just Cause and think of that in terms of a mobile game and how limited that is. I still don't know how how Fortnite works on a mobile because there's just too many different controls. I've not tried it myself. Actually, I think I have. It was a bit awkward. Uh, but you know, building and reloading and jumping and turning and shooting and crouching. It's just you've only you're only using two thumbs when you're playing a mobile game basically so i'm not sure if you, how you convert that into a mobile game but we'll see what they've got planned for that but uh, that's my kind of curious question there uh so yeah curious points for me of course i've got no interest in what they're going to do with the avengers you can put spider-man in the game i don't care the only way i talked about this last week i think somebody asked us a question what would get me back into playing the avengers you'd basically have to redo the whole game for me um, just in terms of my opinion of what I would want. Uh, it was That game was nowhere near what I wanted it to be. Not even remotely. Yeah. I mean the closest thing that they did was have it as a third person action game. You did that but you didn't do anything else. So they'll probably talk about Kate Bishop or Hawkeye or if they're writing Spider-Man or what, what, whatever's going on. I still haven't seen any reports by the way of if that game's made its money back. Because uh, there was a lot of reports, I think it was December, January-ish, maybe slightly before that, that the Avengers game hadn't made its money back yet. Which still shocks me to this day that that happened. Because the game came out in September and those reports were in November, December. You would have thought within the first month maximum that a game, you know, a game with the Marvel IP on it would make its money back. Uh, I don't know if it has or it hasn't, I've got no idea. I haven't seen any reports on that. But uh, there's there's nothing that you can do to to interest me to get back to the game. You'd have to redo the whole thing uh, for me. So yeah, so I love Spider Man. You know they're they're gonna add him. They they announced him a while ago, didn't they? But uh, I don't know when he's gonna be arriving. But we'll see. I am curious, just in terms of just general human curiosity, which is kind of base level where I am with it. I am curious to see because Spider Man's had a lot of different designs over the over the years. You know, the three different film trilogies, animated comic book. You know, Miles Morales himself has been designed differently. I think this is supposed to be Peter Parker. Um, I'm curious to see what his costume likes look looks like, just to see what they've chosen. Because um, as has been noted by people that played the game they've not really liked the costumes for the avengers themselves uh i think that they look okay uh but i'm curious to see what they choose for spider-man just in terms of what it looks like i don't care about anything else so yeah uh, that's my thoughts on the avengers thing uh just baseline human curiosity with that uh life is strange series i'm very curious to see what they do with that um i, I kind of enjoyed life is strange too i thought it was good uh they still had a cliffhanger thing that they left not 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 in not for the end of the game. They kind of wrapped up things at the end of the game. Uh, but there was something that happened in the middle of the game, episode three or four maybe, that never got addressed. And I still wonder about it as to like what what was I supposed to get in terms of the answer for that? I can't spoil what that is because it is a major event. But uh, who knows? Who knows? Maybe it'll be addressed in this game in some way, shape, or form. Who knows? 
Um, but I'm looking forward to, to seeing what they do with Life is Strange. That's a series I've enjoyed. I know it's not really taken to uh, Robert's liking necessarily. He doesn't hate it. It's just he's said before, you know, it's not for him, which is totally fair. He's allowed to he's allowed to have that opinion, of course. Um, they did release this little teaser image of, like, a silhouette of the character. I couldn't really get anything from it. Um, so, this is cool little tease, but I couldn't really guess, you know who it was or whatever but uh, that's out there if you want to have a look they po- they tweeted a po- uh, picture of it so that was quite cool uh be cool to see who the character is like what their role you know what c- kind of person they are and uh, of course what powers they've got as well because uh, chloe had um rewind time and sean had um like telekinesis basically so uh curious to see what they go with, with this one they could maybe go for I don't think super speed would really work. The one thing they could maybe use in terms of powers, maybe invisibility, could be interesting. You got to pick something that like works with the character not moving about too much and kind of keeping the story in one place. So you can't really do super speed. I'm not saying they can't do super speed, but that wouldn't really fit with that massively well. Uh, but maybe invisibility, flight wouldn't really work with that either. Maybe some kind of super strength would be fairly good. Something that's very kind of like static in a way. Like rewinding time, you can kind of do that on the spot. Telekinesis, you can do that on the spot. Something like um, super strength or um, what did I just say? Invisibility uh, would be interesting. Maybe some kind of like... Um, they're invincible in some kind of way, like they can't get hurt. Because I think one one of the one of the angles that's been very interesting for Life is Strange is um, because it's pretty much been centered around like young people. I think Chloe was a little bit older than Daniel. I'm not sure. Sean, his older brother, was I think probably older than Chloe and older than Max. Uh, but they focused on like you know young char- eighteen to twenty four year old sort of characters, uh, which which I'm not even in that age bracket anymore, because <laughs> I'm twenty six now, uh, almost twenty seven. Uh, it's getting scary, but uh, yeah, so- something that's a little bit static that they can use, not static, boring. You know, I'm so- not saying the powers are boring, um, but something like that might be potentially quite interesting. Um, but yeah, something that is static and something that kind of still raises questions like if if the character's got super strength for an example like if a shelf falls on them and they're able to just pick it up or if um a character if the character gets really angry they go to hit somebody and they're like crack into the wall or something um something that raises question i think that's always been a one of the good angles of life is strange is those sort of those sort of character development stages of uh especially with sean i think it did work better with sean's power when he will start being able to move things and people like wait how did that sort of you know how did that happen kind of thing so yeah we'll see what angle they take with that but i think that could be quite interesting as well um outriders that had the uh demo didn't it that got released i'm sure robert talked about that last week correct me if i'm wrong but i think he talked about it last week i said i downloaded the demo but i hadn't jumped in i still haven't um, but, yeah, we'll see what they say in regards to that. I'm sure, I'm sure that's the same game, because I'm sure I've got the demo on my cross-media, uh, cross-media bar thing. So, we'll see. Balan, Wonder World, sorry, I don't know what that actually is, so curious to see about that. Um, Tomb Raider's 25th anniversary. I'd like a, re- this has been something that's been talked about in the last couple of days. 
could they remaster the old Tomb Raider games? I'd really, really like that. I've been saying for probably a couple of years at this point, not a couple of months, but a couple of years, the success of the remaster of the 90s games, Spyro, Final Fantasy, Crash Bandicoot, Medieval, a little bit, a little bit lesser, but that was still pretty good. Um, even things like, uh, I know it wasn't a 90s game, I don't think it was anyway, the Zelda game that got remastered a couple of years ago, but these classic PlayStation characters, you know, Final Fantasy, Crash, Spyro, Tony Hawk as well, Crash, Spyro, Tony Hawk, you had Tomb Raider to that, Tomb Raider to that list, a very classic PlayStation character, not owned by PlayStation, but a PlayStation mascot, a PlayStation character still, uh, be great if, uh, hey, Konami, you know, um, with Metal Gear and uh, Metal Gear Silent Hill Castlevania, those games are just so ripe for a remaster, aren't they? They're just so they're just old enough to where okay, you could definitely do something quite interesting with them, but um, man, it really is disappointing. I know I say I know I talk about it a lot, but just man, <sighs> Konami's treatment of those franchises is it's not bad, it's not terrible, it's disgusting. Um, just yeah, as I've just kind of reminded myself, you know, as I'm going through PlayStation icons, you know, Spyro, Final Fantasy, Tomb Raider, Crash, Tony Hawk, um, all all these big PlayStation icons. Solid Snake's a PlayStation icon as well. Um, you know, so is uh, you know, people really love the Castlevania games. Silent Hill's massive as well. Uh, Resident Evil is another series that did it. Um, you know, it's been remastered the um, the second and the third game as well. And they, they did the sort of re-release kind of thing of the first game. But man, Konami, you are just missing out on... Uh, on you, you're just kind of missing out on money. And I know that they're kind of not because they got the pachinko machines. But you're missing out on additional money as well. Um, I was kind of thinking about something the other day. Because I'll get back to Tomb Raider in a second. But I just want to get this thought out there. Because I was thinking about rights for things. Because I was thinking about Metal Gear Solid and what could happen. And if, like, okay, if Konami ever does do something with the franchise. And I was thinking about looking at this from a different angle. And the one thing I was thinking about is Spider-Man. And how, okay, he's a Marvel character. He's a Marvel comic book character that is owned by Disney slash Marvel. But you, you dig into specific rights for specific types of media. The live action film rights... Are owned by Sony. So Disney can still do animated things with the character. And they can still have him appear in their TV shows and stuff. As long as you know they're all good with, with Sony and they make a deal. So I was thinking about the specifics of that. Because it's kind of split between the two of them. Like Marvel can do something with Spider-Man. But Sony can do another thing with Spider-Man. They've also tried to build the um, you know, the, the Venom-verse. Whatever that's supposed to add up to. Um, which seems like a kind of side story for the MCU maybe. We'll see what they do with the, the future films. I was kind of thinking about that, right? And I was thinking about... Okay, let's look at Konami and Metal Gear. And if you think about... Okay, let's... If you kind of break the rights up a little bit. Because people have said, like, okay, could they license the games to different companies? So somebody else develops it. Could they just sell the IP outright? Or would they sell the whole company? Now, selling the whole company, you know, there's been talk about... Okay, could Microsoft go and buy Konami? Very unlikely. Could they buy... Uh, Metal Gear from Konami very unlikely what if now Konami would still have to agree to this so it would still mean Konami doing something with Metal Gear what about if they made it so that if you look at the now I don't know how this works with pachinko machines or whatever but just just hear me out for a second 
If Konami kept the Pachinko machine rights for Metal Gear Solid, Castlevania, Silent Hill, their other games, I don't know all of the Pachinko machines that they got, but they've they've got them. The slot machines, whatever. They keep the rights to that. You can have your greedy, stupid money with, with that. But let's say they take the game rights, which could be looked at as separate. Do you see where I'm going here? The separate kind of film thing with Spider-Man? You look at the separate game rights, or even just licensing the game out. So that Konami, you could shove Konami into a corner and say, okay, you keep your stupid pachinko machine money, we don't care about that. The pe- people care about the games, they don't care about the pachinko machines, they care about the games. Two different two different sides of the coin, two different sides of the equation. Um, if they were to then sell or license out the games, but not the whole IP, because if they sell the whole IP of Metal Gear, just just focus on Metal Gear, if they sell the whole IP of Metal Gear to somebody, my guess would be that the Pachinko machines, they wouldn't, that wouldn't, they wouldn't be allowed to get the money from that. So if you separated it, so where, okay, the video game rights specifically for Metal Gear could be sold or, or licensed, it doesn't have to be sold, it could just be licensed to somebody, and then they can just keep their dirty Pachinko machine money in one corner. That's maybe a way that you could do it. Possibly, I'm am just trying to look for a positive light at the end of the at the end of the Metal Gear tunnel to some hopeful future to where we get the, either the remasters of those games or or new games or something else. Uh, in terms of new games, you'd need Kojima back, so a bit more unlikely. But in terms of remastering the old games, a little bit more hopeful, a little bit more likely. So uh, just trying to bit, bring a bit of hope to that equation and look at things from a different angle. Uh, getting back to Tomb Raider in terms of remasters, yeah, if you went ahead and remastered the old uh, Tomb Raider trilogy, I think that'd be great. I'd play them. I th- I I'd, I'd play them. I think those would be would be great. Um, one of the main issues that's been talked about with those games in terms of going back to them now is the controls and the camera controls. So basically, the way you can can control the whole game the camera controls and the character controls as well so if you fix fix those up a little bit people kind of like the classic look of tomb raider anyway some people do so you could kind of keep that but maybe modernize it slightly or maybe even give two options or something um there's a lot of options you could do there and i would really be happy if uh if uh, square enix decides to do that so uh, i think that would be pretty great because they just finished the new tomb raider trilogy um, the lazy thing that I wouldn't want them to do is like, oh, we're just gonna like put the Tomb Raider games on PS5. Um, not the two, sorry, the the trilogy. We'll just we'll just put the trilogy, the modern trilogy, on PS5, and that's it. I think that would be a little bit lazy of a of an option for the 25th anniversary, seeing as it's a special anniversary. Now you could do both things. You could say like, hey, we're gonna do this. You know, you can buy these the the three modern games. The trilogy, either on PS4, free upgrade for PS5, you know, that kind of thing. And we're remastering the old games as well. Um, would prefer the the former, which would be to remaster the old games. I don't care to go back to the modern games. I didn't really like the third one. I never finished it. But in terms of the, uh, the, rem- the trilogy, yeah. Yeah, that would be great. Will it be any, will the games be any good? We don't know, but... I'd really like that as an option, and we've seen a lot, a lot of success with the '90s remaster games for uh, for those PlayStation games. Uh, you're going to run out of them eventually to do because there was only so many games released on the PlayStation in the '90s that were a big hit. You could still do a few more other ones, maybe as well. Silent Hill, Metal Gear, <laughs> uh, Castlevania, but um, 
Uh, again, that's up to Konami. But uh, I think that would be great. That would be really, really good. I just don't want them to do a presentation and be like, Hey, for, 20, to, for Tomb Raider's 25th anniversary, you can play the modern games on PS5. Cool. Um... But yeah, I get that that would be a good option for some people. People that have got the PS5, maybe missed the PS, maybe missed the previous gen of games or something, and they want a new way to play the new games. I understand that there's an audience for that, but I think there's just a bigger audience for the the remastering of the trilogy games. So I did see that they um with Fortnite season six, I think it's season six, uh, Tomb Raider has been added to the game, and you can get the um different skins for the character like the modern look and the uh retro look i think that's great as well but you know that's fortnite so not really quite the same thing uh so that's the square enix news um so yeah very curious about life is strange what they decide to do there with number three assuming they call it number three don't care about the avengers just curious to see what they look what spider-man looks like if they show spider-man uh outriders need to play the demo uh balan Wonder World, I don't know what that is. We'll see what they do with Tomb Raider. And very curious as to what um, the Just Cause mobile game looks like. Uh, so next up, we've got... Uh, I was going to do the special little thing. I won't say anything about what that is until next week. So I'm going to skip over that. And uh, go to our last bit of uh, last bit of the show here, which is the feedback. Uh, so your questions, comments, thoughts, ideas, whatnot... Uh, you can send those in, Matthew at entertainmenttalk.org, Twitter e Talk UK. there's a contact page and information in your show notes, so please get involved. Uh, Jared says, uh, currently playing through Breath of the Wild and can't stand the weapon de- de- degradation. Any advice? Uh, yeah, get loads of weapons. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's been a common complaint, a common um, problem with Breath of the Wild. It's a, it's a brilliant game. It's still, to this day, the best game on the Switch, four years later. Uh, which isn't a knock against other games. It's more of a praise of uh, Breath of the Wild. I think that game is brilliant. Once I got into a rhythm of knowing what exactly to do on Breath of the Wild. And just getting better at the game I suppose. It was such a treat to play. I'm really looking forward to uh, Breath of the Wild 2. I need to go back to that High Wall. High Rule uh, Warriors Age of Calamity game, but I don't have my uh, Boomerang account at the, at the account at Boomerang account at the moment. So because uh, I'm wrapped up with my PlayStation games at the moment, but I'm looking forward to going back to that. Uh, in terms of yeah, advice: um, just pick up every weapon you find until you're full on weapons, and then uh, treat it the way that Borderlands does. The way that the way that Borderlands, from what I remember of playing Borderlands, the way the game just kind of throws weapons at you. Try to get the game to do that in terms of, you know, every enemy that you defeat, pick up everything that they've got. Your weapons will break. I would say in terms of your special weapons, definitely save those for boss fights. Don't use them on normal enemies. Unless, of course, you've got nothing else to use. Uh, arrows, try to use those as much as you can. Those are really good. Uh, just try and search around for a lot of things as well. Um, but, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't like, pick up one or two or even three swords and think like okay i'm good i'm good on my adventure um you've got to keep looking for stuff until you're full up um so yeah that's my advice for that but uh, it's a great game anyway i really really enjoy it you haven't said specifically if uh, you're enjoying the game or if you're disliking it so hopefully that you're enjoying it uh, apart from that but uh i don't know why they put that in the game actually weapon degradation if i can say the word properly weapon degradation um yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But, uh, yeah. So, that's that's a thing that they've got. Uh, lastly, uh, Beth says, What would you both say is the best game... 
um, on all current platforms, including PS4. Because if we just stick to current platforms and only PS5, there's not a ton to choose from. So uh, PS4 as well, I suppose, is, is a good way to, to do this question. Um, so Switch, well, I just said Breath of the Wild. PC, don't have any particular thoughts PC-wise, because I'm not the PC gamer. Robert and David are the PC gamers. So we'll, I'll, I'll bring this question back next week and... Um, uh, I'll ask uh, Robert what he thinks in terms of that. Uh, so PC, I've never properly played a game on PC, so I couldn't give you any thoughts there. Xbox, uh, Gears of War Five, or Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Between those two, it's between those two for me. I'm only gonna pick. I am gonna pick one. Or in the Will of the Wisps or Gears of War Five. Um. I'm gonna go with Ori. I'm gonna go with Ori. It's when it gets when Ori gets to its epic moments. There's very few games that beat it. So that's one thing that I think it does better than Gears of War. Uh, Gears of War's got some very good epic moments as well. Of course, it's a war story, so it's gonna have a lot of those. But um, yeah, when when Ori like kicks in with the music and you're running away from a boss and you're going through these really good looking. Um, like areas that you're in and you're fighting enemies and you're running away and you know it's it's really really quite incredible i will say as well you know because i've i've expressed before that i'm not really a visuals person that's the best way i can sort of describe it i'm not somebody that's impressed particularly by visuals whether whether you take me whether you get me to watch a tv show or a film or get or play a game or you take me to an art gallery or you get me to look at a building I've never really been just like impressed or attracted by visuals. I can look at something and recognize that it looks good. I'm not blind, but I've never sort of like, wow, that looks incredible. I need to like buy it or something, you know. Um, I've never really brought art necessarily. The only, in fact, the only art that I've got, the only things I've got on my walls, is like posters of my favorite shows and games and films and you know. David Beckham and Ronaldo that you know footballers and stuff but that's more of a that's not a visuals thing for me that's a memories thing of like looking at uh, you know my Toy Story things on the wall Crash Bandicoot Spider-Man these things remind me you know my childhood and uh what I've kind of surrounded myself with in my life and pictures of May United lifting trophies from eight years ago um and like team team photos from May United from 2010 and I can look at that and go oh wow remember that player used to play for us for you know 11 years ago and see the differences so in terms of the actual things that I've got up on the walls in in my room and stuff it's not like oh look at this really beautiful mountain I'm just not that type of person but in terms of Ori it does strike me a little bit more but I think what one thing that Ori does really really well uh, both the second and the first game is the comp because I really do like a good theme tune to a, to a game or a show or a piece of media or whatever. I am attracted to that. I am impressed by that. Like if you've got a good theme tune for your show or a good bit of music for a particular scene or something, I do really like that. I'm I'm much more of an audio person than the visual person. Uh, you know the audio design in Last of Us Two when glass breaks or when guns are being fired or something like that or like the noise of the clickers or something. Um, the noise is in uh, Ori, that sort of thing, like when you're shooting something or any of those kind of things. But the combination of the audio design and the good visuals, again, I'm not blind, I just don't appreciate visuals, um, does elevate both those things a lot more. 
Um, so yeah, on on that front, I would say Ori and the uh, Will of the Wisps. I think is the best game on Xbox. PlayStation Four, Last of Us Two. Um, this just that's, that's just an easy one for me. Um, if I'm gonna go back a little bit, PS3, I'd say Last of Us One. <laughs> um, yeah, I I feel I feel like I'm gonna be really honest here, right? I feel like when I talk about Last of Us on the podcast, whether it's the first or the second one, I feel like I'm being biased. But I'm truly being honest. I really, really am. When I talk about my high opinion of the game and like how incredible I think it is, and pe- people probably listen and think like, "Oh, he's being paid by Naughty Dog or Sony." Naughty Dog and Sony don't know I exist. Um, I've never spoken to anybody at Sony or Naughty Dog. I've never spoken to Neil Druckmann or anybody else like that. Um, the only thing Sony knows from me is my bank card. Probably from when I've bought stuff and subscribed to PlayStation Plus. That's the only place they've seen the word, the name Matthew Nemeth, probably in their systems, you know. Um, so yeah. But uh, yeah, Last of Us 2 for PS4, Last of Us for PS3, uh, PS2, maybe the Ratchet and Clank games, PS1, I'd go with Crash Bandicoot 3, um, Xbox 360. Xbox 360, Gears of War 3, I'd probably say. Gears of War 3 was really, really good. Um, I never really played much on the original Xbox, so I can't really give an opinion for that. But uh, yeah, Xbox One, I'd go with Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Uh, I'm not going to go through like the Wii and the Wii U and that sort of thing, plus nobody played on the, the Wii U games. But Switch, Breath of the Wild, yeah. So, am I missing anything? Stadia, I never got to play Stadia, so I can't uh, give you an opinion on that. Um, PS5, we don't have one, so, yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty much those covered across the board. And that's what we've got for you for this show. Uh, managed to get 50 minutes out of me today, so, uh, that's, that's pretty good, I suppose. Hopefully you don't feel like the show was dragged out. Um, but, uh, yeah, hopefully Robert will be back next week. We can do a proper 250th episode, um, because this is going to be 249.5 uh, instead of 251 and go back and whatever, so... Yeah, I'll talk about what the special thing was that I was going to do. It's nothing massively spectacular. It's just it's just a little something I thought we could do. And you'll see what that is next week. Uh, I'm the only one that actually knows about that. So, yeah, you'll, you'll all see that next week. Assuming that Robert is available next week. I think he probably will be. So that will be good. Um, but, yeah, I hope you're all doing well. Uh, in the meantime, you can find everything else that we do on entertainmenttalk.org. Hopefully you enjoyed the show today. The solo show that I do. Um, or that that I did today. So hopefully you enjoyed that. You can listen to the rest of what we do. TV, video games, films. And Manchester United podcasts. On entertainmenttalk.org. Uh, I am streaming more regularly as well. Like I said. So Twitch. You can find me on there. eTalkUK on Twitch. Or twitch.tv forward slash eTalkUK. You can also go to twitch.tv forward slash Trista Bytes. Trista B-Y-T-E-S. To go and find Bex. She's doing lots of cool stuff on there at the moment. Uh, she built a chair or something the other day. And that was pretty cool. Uh, and she does some charity work and some other cool fun streams. So go and check out what she's doing over there. I've just realised I've forgotten to talk about something today, and I'm not ending the show here. Um, apologies for that. I just I looked past the first line of uh, the show notes here, and I do have to include it because I've got it written in the title for the draft, and I do also want to talk about it. Um, I must have just missed it in my notes when I was scrolling past. Uh, there's a new TMNT game announced this week, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, called Shredder's Revenge, and it looks awesome. It looks incredible. 
um, across the board on the internet I saw lots of people very very excited for this uh, one thing that I saw Beck saying I didn't look it up myself I didn't quite get the time uh, and I also trust that she's got this right she said this was developed by or being developed by the Streets of Rage 4 developers now I've not played Streets of Rage 4 but I've also heard very very good things about it and this is I think in the same art style this game looks really really good uh, my main problem with the Ninja Turtles themselves is not really a fault of the Ninja Turtles, but there's been so many different versions of them, literally just in the last couple of years, let alone the last 10, 20 years or whatever, that when I think to myself, oh, I'm going to go and like watch a film of them or watch a TV show or play a game, I have no idea what's good to go and watch because I looked at the um, Megan Fox films. There was one on Netflix. I don't know if it's still on there. But I heard like really mixed bad things about it. So, and then I looked at the time and it was like two and a half hours long or something. I was like, oh, do I want to go and watch that? The only one I've really heard any good things about is the, I think, the the original film for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, back in the day. Um, so I guess I need to go and watch that one because I did watch the Nickelodeon cartoon. That was good for a couple of seasons and then it just completely and utterly went off the rails. <laughs> With some things that they were doing. It's a shame because it was really, really good the first couple of seasons. I thoroughly enjoyed it. And they had... It was it was fantastic. Um, it was a bit more, you know, kid-friendly and cartoon, you know, family-friendly and that. But you can expect that if it was on Nickelodeon. Um, but I did watch that. That was probably three, four years ago that I last saw that show. Um, maybe I'll go back and check that out. But... Um, yeah, there was the there was the more modern day film from a few years ago. No, probably not a few years ago. I quite enjoyed that. They they never did a sequel to that. That was a bit of a shame. But yeah, it's just I think one of the problems with the franchise has been it's just been all over the place of like okay, kind of continuity. Which versions are good? Which versions are bad? And I just yeah, I've been kind of thrown all over the place with that. But I guess I should go and watch the um, original film as well. Uh, but this game looks really, really good, and uh, I'm looking forward to it as well. Uh, it's got that sort of, I think it's 8-bit or 16-bit, I'm not sure which one, uh, kind of art style. looks really cool. The trailer was great, if you go and watch the trailer. Um, it has been announced for consoles as well, which I'm very happy about, because I had a bit of a feeling it might be like a PC game. Um, but it uh, seems to have been announced for consoles as well, so I'm really looking forward to that. I think that's going to be going to be great. Um so yeah that's that glad I scrolled back up in my notes and looked at that as well but uh, that looks really really cool so again if you want to let me know your thoughts on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or TMNT uh, which versions you like and don't like which versions I should and shouldn't avoid should I bother with the Megan Fox films <coughs> or should I just go straight to the uh, the original film because I've heard that that's I've heard pretty much across the board that that's like the best version so yeah, I guess I should go and watch that one. But uh, again, MatthewEdEntertainmentTalk.org, Twitter, eTalk UK, contact page, information in your show notes. Go and have a look. Uh, excuse me, go and um, write in through those methods as well. Uh, but yeah, in the meantime, EntertainmentTalk.org, TV, video games, films, Manchester United podcast, you can check out all of those. Uh, if you like what you've heard today and want to support more of it, you can do that, of course. Patreon, $1.3 level tiers for ad-free podcast and review options. Um, word of mouth uh, and uh, social media, you can, of course, just tell people that you know to go to entertainmenttalk.org or to look for us on podcast platforms. Uh, social media, Facebook, Twitter, different Facebook groups, you can use those as well. Um, 
to share them around and that kind of thing that will really help us out like i said bex twitch uh trista bites trista b-y-t-e-s and you can follow me on twitch as well um etalk uk if you want your up-to-date reliable tv and film news david's got you covered geek town again geek town radio a uh, new episode available today of geek town radio which features me on there so go and have a listen to that uh, it was uh, a lot of fun to record geek town as it always is uh, with David, so go and check that out. Uh, newest episode of that. Search for Geek Town on your favourite podcast platform. Um, and that's everything. Thanks very much for listening, and I'll catch you next time. Goodbye. <laughs>